Access All Areas on FUBAR Radio. Hello, good evening. Welcome to Access All Areas. I'm Stephen Lang. And I'm Bobby Norris. How are you, babes? I am just boiling hot. How are you? <laughs> Enjoying the weather that we've had. I've um, yeah, been trying to sit in it a little bit today. But, you know, we've only got a couple of days of it, so I guess we should make the most before it's basically winter. Don't we? Yeah, exactly. I- I'm definitely not going to whinge about it because I did spend all of August waiting for the two-week heat waves. Um, so I'll get a two-day one. I'll get a two-day one in September, <laughs> but we'll take it. We will take it. But it was not. I, uh, we, we were both at a festival this weekend, weren't we, Bob, where the weather was not quite so uh, so lovely at the Mighty uh, Hoopla. wasn't so nice, but it was dry. Yes, and that's the most important thing. We were not walking around like with uh, muddy trainers and all that. What did, what did you think of it? You weren't planning on going, were you? Wasn't planning on going. Went last minute. And do you know what? I, I had such a fun time. And the, I think the, just the whole atmosphere... I don't know if it was just that everyone was so happy to just be out and about at a festival, just really positive vibes, really nice. And, and I just kept thinking in my head, this is the closest I'm getting to a, a, a Pride this year. Yeah, yeah. So I kind of yeah. just channeled Pride vibes. But no, I really loved it. Did you have a good time? Yeah, really good. It was um, it was nice to see some like live music and I bumped into quite a lot of friends. I mean, it was one of those things where it's like bumping into people that I've spoken to on the apps or, uh, you know, <laughs> ghosted them or they've ghosted me or any of that kind of stuff. But it was all, it was all very good fun. Um, I drank far too much. I then, you know, partied all night. It was um, it was it was one of those fights. But it was it was really fun to see some like live uh, live music as well. I mean, I've, I've seen a little bit in the last couple of months, but like big proper acts, you know, um, like Cheryl and, and Gabrielle. Oh, and um, Cheryl. Yeah, it was just, it was really, really fun. I really enjoyed it. Did you get to see anyone? Saw Cheryl. Love a bit of Shays. Um, re- really enjoyed Cheryl. Who else I say? Bit of Alexandra Burke. Oh, yeah, she was great. Yeah. She was really She good. really did bring it, bring it out, didn't she? It was like, didn't you forget how many, how many good hits she's had. And then in one of the, 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 the tent over the back, so I don't know what the areas were called, mm-hmm. um, but there was Lisa Mathias. There was a bit of 21 seconds going there. So I yeah. kind of loved that little bit of a tent, which was kind of giving me like old school garage vibes, which I'm an old school garage boy. Okay. Uh, okay. I love a little bit of that. So it kind of reminds me of my youth. Yeah. Um, just like you say just to be watching something live and people performing and just just that atmosphere was just so nice I did um it was obviously a bit probably bittersweet for for Cheryl I think um I mean as as we're all probably aware not only Cheryl but also Nicola Roberts also came on stage and joined her didn't she at the very end um and then the next morning uh we found out the really sad news that Sarah Harding had passed away just so sad yeah, um, and, um, I, I, I honestly faults um, to, to all her f- family and friends because I mean I, I know she had said I think a few months ago like at the start of the year that last Christmas was potentially going to be our last, didn't yeah. she? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but just wasn't expected. I mean, you, you don't know you're thirty nine. I mean, it's just so so young mm-hmm. um, and just so sad. Yeah, I think I think yeah, I think the age thing is like it's like the hardest thing for for anyone to kind of get to grips with, isn't it? I think any age someone died from cancer is obviously really tragic. You don't want it to happen to anyone. Um and and it happens with with sad regularity, really. 
Um, but I think, yeah, for someone like Sarah, who was definitely like um, so sort of full of life and and fun. I mean, I, I interviewed her once and um, she, do you know what? Actually, kind of in contrast to her kind of really uh, like outrageous and and fun sort of personality that everyone kind of spoke of, I found her to be really shy and she was um, it was it was quite an interesting experience. I was expecting this kind of really uh, exuberant kind of bubbly person. She was really shy. It was it was to do with a campaign um, with uh, injured servicemen, I think. Um, and and you know she she really wanted to make sure that what she said was right. And and um, yeah, it was just a really it was a really interesting experience. Did you ever meet her? No, I I was thinking I I don't think I did, but. I mean, I, I love Girls Aloud mm. and um, I, I've been to see them. And uh, I was actually in talks to do the celebrity Big Brother she did, I think it was oh. 2017. And when I found out she was going, I was kind of gutted because I could have spent three weeks just speaking about Girls Aloud. Yeah, yeah. But like you say, she, she was kind of the one. And I think in, in pop bands especially, you kind of, you, people get typecast, uh, you become caricatures, and she was kind yeah. of the girl that you'd be like, right, I'd love a glass of wine with her. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. I'm sure she was an absolute blast on a night out. But interesting, because what, like what you say, she was so away from that character in a way, really, a, a completely different girl. And I've heard a lot of people speak about mm. her in that kind of way, that actually she was quite, a, a, I don't know if the word would be shy, but a, a little bit more quiet, not quite yeah. the the, the party girl that she was maybe portrayed to be but it, it's just it like I said it's so sad when anyone dies because it's such an awful disease but there's just something that it's the age thing isn't it mm. and uh, it, it doesn't be any better if someone's 99 but 39 and I think like a lot of people we held out hope that she might get get better you know and uh, because because things had gone a little bit quiet I kind of I think was secretly hoping that maybe mm. she was um, on the mend or, or was certainly feeling a lot better. But but her mum's statement that she put out I mm. was just so touching. And um, yeah, it's. Um, I think when something like that happens, it's just a real wake up call, isn't it? It's kind of you just sit back and you think, well, it's uh, especially when it's someone in the public eye and someone that you've watched and yeah, been a yeah. fan of, and it's. Uh, well, you look at you look at all of the people that you know have been have been huge celebrities and that have died young in tragic circumstances, like Jay Goody or or Amy Winehouse, or you know, there's countless there's countless people who who like that. And you know, with Sarah's case, I think it was really particularly sad because obviously COVID had played a part in it as well because it stopped her from going to get checked when she found a a, a lump. Uh, I think it was a lump in her breast and um and didn't get it checked sort of straight away. Um yeah, and and it, like you said actually the 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 statement from her mum was actually really touching and I thought interesting that um she said you know she wouldn't want to be remembered for like her like cancer journey basically and instead she'd be like really happy to know that she made so many people happy through the music and through girls and and stuff. And also this yeah the statements from her from her fellow Girls Aloud members, I thought were really touching. Um, especially Nicola Roberts, I found I just I, something in the way she worded it was just particularly um, striking. But yeah, it must have been really tough for both of them, having performed, been had a really big thing on stage the night before, right, and then to come off and and to to see that next year, twenty twenty two, is the uh, twenty year anniversary 
of Gazalad. I mean, that sounds insane when you say it out loud. Um, but yeah, they, they started uh, their careers in, in 2002. Um, and there have been some suggestions that they might have reunited and they'd been talking about it before Sarah's diagnosis. Um, I do wonder, I wonder if they would come back as a foursome. I mean, I would like to see it still, um, yeah, but mean, it would be... I, I, I would love them to, and I think for the fans as well, there would be so much love there and I'm sure Sarah would be honoured. How could mm. she not be? Do you know what I mean? Um, just touching upon, like you mentioned, that she wouldn't want to be remembered for the cancer, but... I always think in that situation, especially when someone passes away that is high profile like that and, and in the public eye, if it helps one person get you, mm. the same with the Jay Goody effect. Yeah, um, with cervical cancer, wasn't with it? With cervical yeah. cancer. Uh, and it, it just, it's so important for people to check themselves. And I think th this is what we probably, the, the devastating thing apart from COVID is in these times is how many people have, because of the situation, the lockdowns, not been able to get checked for, for other illnesses. I yeah. remember speaking to you on the show a few months back when I found a lump in lockdown and I couldn't get into my local hospital to, to, get, to get the scan to, to yeah. have it checked. But I was fortunate enough to be in a situation that I, I went and had it done privately. Not everyone is that fortunate, obviously. But it, it, that, that's the real wake-up call with this yeah. COVID and the whole pandemic is it's not just the COVID we're going through. How many people are going through things because they couldn't get in to see the GP? Mm -hmm. And I know it's getting a lot better and you, you can... I think there's a lot of doctors that are doing things virtually, like you, you can do like your Skype or your Zooms and stuff and then speak to reception and then eventually get in to see the doctor. But, yeah, I think if we could take one thing from this tragedy is to... Just check yourself, men, women, everyone, just check yourselves um, because it really, these things, if you find things early enough, things can be treatable, you know. That was what I think I, I heard someone on TV say about Sarah's situation. If it, if it had been caught early, most breast cancers, I obviously don't know exactly what the specifics of a breast cancer were, but I know it did spread. Um, if any, any cancer caught early enough, it, you know it's very likely to be treated my mum is a case in point you know she caught hers very early and um and got it treated you know it is yeah so yeah exactly like you said hopefully or yeah although her legacy will not be that of a cancer sufferer maybe she can help people um her, her, in her memory she can um have helped people uh if they if they need to go get medical attention, yeah, totally right. But it hasn't all been sad this week. And when it comes to reunions, there was pretty a pretty big one as well. I mean, I think I think we may have touched on it last week. Um, but the ABBA reunion uh, yes. is official. It's happened. Um, I'm having, I don't know how I feel about. It. I was over the moon when we spoke about this last week. Go on, have a bit of ABBA. Oh, don't. Yeah, but. I didn't think it was going to be holograms. <laughs> I, I really thought we was going to see Abba on stage. You know, I, I feel a little bit disappointed that it's not going to be them. I don't know how I feel about it. Of course, I'm sure it's still going to be a, a lovely old evening. Everyone's going to have a fab time. But mm -hmm. I, I really wanted it to be them. Like, I've not seen one of these concerts that's, and I know we've seen as time's gone on, more and more people are doing like the holograms. I know there was a Whitney one. Yeah. And um, I think I think a couple of other performers have done it, but that's been in a situation where, when the person's passed away. Yes. Um, I don't know, to my recollection, if it's ever been 
when the people are still alive. That's a good point. I'm not 100% sure. Oh, I don't know. The question is, would you still pay to go and see the holograms? I have paid. I'm going on July the 22nd. <laughs> <laughs> and how do you feel about it? Do you not feel a little bit gutted? Well, yes. I mean, of course, in an ideal world, I'd like to see ABBA yeah. um, perform. But it is, it's in a specially made uh, stadium, which is like very close to my house, really, my flat. Um, and there's going to be five of us, me and my five, four, four other friends. I think it's just going to be a really nice evening out. There's a live orchestra, so there is some live oh, well, element yeah, yeah. to it. It's not just you watching like a light show, which would be <laughs> a little bit disappointing. Um, and, you know, it's like an hour and a half. Um, it's like, if I think it finishes by like half nine. It means we can go to a pub afterwards. It's going to be a summer evening next year. Hopefully COVID will be way behind us by then. <laughs> um, and I think just like, yeah, I don't know. I think I'm just kind of, it, it, I mean, it was expensive. Well, not that expensive. I paid more for gig tickets. Um, but, you know, after all this time, I love I love ABBA's music. They, Did they, you all they, know it was holograms before you bought it? Was they, oh, she yes. didn't buy the, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that bit until I think just a couple of days ago, and I thought, oh, so it's not really them. Yeah, but right. I, I, I get that. I get that. They, but they have like so they got themselves done all CGI, didn't they? So they the pictures of them with all those little dots all over them, and they've they've recorded everything, and it's like a big five week. They took them five weeks to record everything, so it's going to be very close to as close to getting them on stage as you're ever going to get. You're going to ever going to get. And I yeah. guess like I say, after all these years, we've just got, I, I'm asked, I, I guess I was just hoping for a little bit too much. I, I did think it was. Um, they are in their seventies, remember? And they probably, I would imagine that live, their voices and performances might not be quite as good um, as yeah, it so was. For me expecting slut drops to dancing queen was asking <laughs> a bit much. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you're going to get Agnetta and Frida doing slut drops, but you never know. You never know. You never know. I might get a ticket. Who knows? And I'm sure the atmosphere will be amazing because it's it's iconic, isn't it, Abba? And yeah. um, I'm sure after a couple of roses, it'll, it'll be a, a gay old time. Well, exactly. Well, and, I, and, I'm, and I'll certainly be uh, living it up on July the 22nd, only 10 months to go. Shall <laughs> I get to see a, an expensive light show in Stratford? Um, well, we have um, we have an exciting show coming up today. Uh, we have uh, Nick Grimshaw, um, uh, who I imagine most people know uh, as former Radio One DJ fame. Uh, we have Ashley Darby from um, Real Housewives of Potomac, um, and Abby Rawlings from uh, the latest series of Love Island. Um, and right now we have Abby ready to come in, so let's get her in. Perfect. Hello, babe. Hi, how are you? Really good, thank you. How are you? I'm good, thank you. We're struggling in the heat, Abby, not going (laughs) to lie. I'm on the main road as well, so I've just shut the window. It's like a hot box in here. It's great. (laughs) I've got three drinks. I don't know my arse or my elbow. I've got a chamomile, a Diet Coke and a water. And you know when you just mix in between drinks, you just don't know what's going to cure the first. But anyway, how you been? It's a pleasure to have you. Oh, thank you for having me. What's what's life been? What's life been like since uh, since the end of Love Island? 
Um, to be honest, I've actually been taking quite a lot of time for myself to like readjust. I've been spending, I think instead of throwing myself in straight away with the work, um, I learned my lesson through my my life. It's just working too much. This time I've been like spending lots of time with friends and family and like letting the work come in slowly rather than just power straight away working. So it's been actually really nice for me because I've been spending so much quality time with the people that I care the most about, which is good. Was it lovely to see all your Islanders and I guess the people that you didn't actually get to live with all at the reunion? Oh my God, it was so nice. It was like my obvious was, it wasn't actually that long ago really that I came out. I think it was like three weeks ago, maybe just under. So I still feel like our bonds were still so close. When I saw the girls that I was in there with, I was like, oh my God, it's so nice to see you. And it was such a nice reunion. Um, and also, as you said, it was really nice to meet the people I never got the chance to meet with. So it was lovely. I was just chatting away, chatting everyone's ear off. But no, it was a really nice experience. We were like in this little Love Island bubble, but you feel like they're your family and you really know them just because you watch them on telly. <laughs> You so what happened after the cameras stopped rolling at reunion? Did you all go to hair pulling, yeah. <laughs> punches with hair extensions all over the floor? No, no. I um, it. I know there's definitely situations where they. I think they tried to make it a little bit more juicier and a little bit more awkward than it actually was because everyone mm. is actually just friends, like. And it's such a weird little, it's a bit of like a, an incest pool in the villa a little bit because everyone kind of has a go on everyone. So, it, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so like, it's not like you're the only person in the room that's also snogged him or her. And it, I don't know, it's not actually that weird for some reason. So it's, yeah, it's not, like, it's not like a friendship group, is it? Whereas if, where if you'd all got with the same people, it would be, yeah, I can see that's It's just weird. For some reason, it's like, okay. So no, there's not, um, I wouldn't say there was any like awkwardness little bitchiness or anything everyone just seems like to love each other so much and genuinely it's lovely oh so was there a little bit of a, a little party after did you all have a, a little a little vino yeah so um everyone but myself and shannon went out <laughs> <laughs> i um i'm like a little i'm like secretly a little bit boring just don't tell anyone <laughs> <laughs> were you no. not tempted I, uh, so it was Libby's birthday last night and I knew that I can't physically do two nights on the trot. So I'd rather go out full for Libby's birthday. So I said, guys, tonight I'm not going to, but tomorrow night I'm going to be here. And I even then left quite early. <laughs> so how was her birthday? Where did you end up going last night? Um, oh God, don't quote me. I think it's called Gin Law Bow. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was lovely there. It was really nice. It was like a rooftop bar and it was all like a little bit bougie. Um, we had a few drinks there. Pretty much everyone was there as well. Uh, it was Yeah, it was lovely. It was nice. Everyone got a little bit drunk. Maybe any gossip? What happened? Um, any gossip? Spill the tea. Do you know what? I feel like we're all just too good behaved. There's nothing. <laughs> we were. We're too good this year. Everyone's yeah, this is not what people want for the Love Islanders in the post-pandemic world. They want drama. I don't know what to say. <laughs> we're all really well behaved. Sorry. It's like the first year where it's just yeah, which is nice in a way, especially after the, the madness that everyone's had in the last year and a half. So I guess it's probably what people needed and wanted. Here's some stability, and you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> what made you want to do the show in the first place? So, um, if I'm dead honest, they they approached me and I had never actually thought about doing it. And then once they approached me, I, I kind of was like, oh, I mean, 
it could be something interesting to do and then I kind of like went with the process and then when I found out it was something they wanted me for I was just kind of like a more of like a fuck it moment like what could go wrong and then I got rejected twice national telly and I was like that's what can go wrong <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it probably didn't all kind of work out for you exactly how you wanted <laughs> would you say you know, I, I'm such a strong believer of everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. And like so much for me just makes sense. Like uh, eventually it all works out. And there's not one thing I would change about what I did whilst I was in there. Um, everything I believe I did because I wanted to. So why would I not? Like I didn't do it because I was influenced by anyone else or told what to do. I just thought at the time that's what I wanted to do. So I did it. So I can't regret it. But um, no, I'm, I just think fuck it why not <laughs> so babe what is the latest with you and Dale right now so me and Dale we're, we're not we're not a thing at all we're just friends I actually tattooed them the other day I don't know if you if you follow me I did this I've just started this YouTube series called Abigail's Tattoo Diaries where I'm basically just trying to create my own tattoo program and hoping someone will be good at me <laughs> <laughs> But um, they were just really good friends. Like, I definitely made a friendship, but no, there's nothing, nothing romantic there. I'm actually dating someone at the moment. So. Oh, tell us more. Someone from the show? <laughs> no, not from the show. You're not getting that tea from me, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> but not from the show. Are they, are they, are they famous or are they just someone say, that do, do we know them? Oh, like you two, your ears have been like, whoop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've done this before. <laughs> no, he's, um, he's actually an ex of mine, so, oh, yeah. <laughs> nice, and how did that come about? Did he reach out to, to you after the show? No, it's actually me. Oh, yeah, so actually... little, love that, a bit of thinking time and decided that you want a bit of the ex again. <laughs> it's actually the first person I messaged and I got my phone back. Ah, so do you be thinking about him on the island? Yeah. Ah, okay, that's interesting. Which is a massive sign, like I say, because I'm so like you, I'm a massive believer that everything happens for a reason and timing as well is so important. And I am a big believer that you can meet the right person, but it's the wrong time. So maybe you went on that journey, the most overused word in reality TV, I know, I know. <laughs> the journey of going into the, um, no, into the villa <laughs> to then think about and realise that you want to be with your ex, which yeah. you might not have done at home. No, I think with us, like our journey, uh, we were just like never quite on the same page. Like whenever I was here, he was here and vice versa. And like for the first time we, we were like level and it just, it's just for some reason worked this time and I'm really happy. Oh, congrats, babe. I love it. Yeah, can't complain about that. That's pretty, pretty nice like way to end your Love Island journey, really, isn't it? I know. I just I love New <laughs> Villa, but it's fine. It'll wait with you back home, will it? <laughs> <laughs> so babe, you mentioned wanting to do this YouTube uh, tattoo series. Mm-hmm. Have you got like a dream list of celebs you'd like to tattoo? Who's like on the top of the list? You know what? I actually I should, probably should have given this more thought. I um <laughs> there's there's probably loads of people that I would want to tattoo, but I'm not picky, just as long as they give me something fun to do and they have good chats. So, because whilst I'm doing it, I do the, like a little mini interview as well. So, like, just in case people aren't that interested in tattooing, but they're interested in the person, it, they can like take pay less attention to the visuals and more to the audio. And so, it kind of it helps, like, depending on what you're watching it for. So, it gives like both sides to it. But I don't know. I'm open to offers. I'm waiting for the offers to roll in and. Be, <laughs> <I think that. laughs> 
Is it, is it funny with like, like tattooing people? It's quite like an intimate thing, isn't it? And like, you know, they're relying on you to do a good job. Yeah. Like, do you ever kind of, does someone ever give you like a design? You're like, that's absolutely horrible. I can't be, I can't be doing that sort of thing. I mean, I definitely have some interesting requests come my way and I definitely reject work. Or oh, You do? Well, yeah, I, I would be booked up for the rest of my life otherwise because you can't mm. put everyone in. I'm only like a one-man band. So I have to be picky about what I do because sometimes people will give me work my way, which just isn't my style. It's not something I would, I would do that. Or even if I'm not mad about it, you just I wouldn't want to work on a project that I'm not passionate about because yeah. it shows and it's obvious. And there'll be other people out there that are passionate about it. So you should go to those people sort of situation. So, yeah, I, um, I'm always the first to like either pass on to someone who might be better recommended for the work or... Um, yeah, if it's something that I'm like, absolutely not, I'll just quickly swipe up. <laughs> <laughs> what would be the worst tone if, if someone comes to you and went, I want this tone, what's the very first thing that comes to mind that would be like, absolutely no way am I doing that? Oh, God. Um, the worst thing. Do you know, the worst thing, which actually isn't even bad, and it looks great on some people and definitely in certain styles, but for me, I find it so boring, is um, it's called blacking out, the style, when you people kind of just get limbs or massive patches. Uh, yeah. And it looks really easy and people go, ah, oh, it must be easy. But because you're opening the skin so much and the, the healing process, you really have to trust that person to look after it properly. It, it's so hard to actually do perfectly. And it's just so boring all day. <laughs> <laughs> like that for me is just boring. I couldn't do it. And there's people that do it amazingly and they could do it really quick and they've got the process down, but I do not have that process down and I can't do it quick or good. So if someone asked me to black out their leg, I'd just be like, no, sorry. <laughs> Would you discover a passion for, for, for tattooing? Um, so I was really lucky. I fell into it when I was 18. So I got offered an apprenticeship whilst I was at university, mm. dropped out of uni three months later, mum was murdered, um, <laughs> then started becoming my journey, my journey as a tattooist again. Um, so I started tattooing when I was like 19, 20. I've always been really artistic. That's been like my main skill. So I've always been just really arty. And as soon as people were like, oh, my God, draw my skin. I was like, oh, my God, amazing. And I'll pay you for doing it. I'm like, great. Why not? <laughs> just, just so passionate about it. I just love it. I'm really, really, really grateful that this is my job. Oh, I hear that Millie and Liam, obviously this year's winners of Love Island, want you to, to tattoo them. To be honest, I feel like I'm going to become the untitled Love Island tattooist. <laughs> single one of those fuckers want a tattoo. <laughs> Are you getting a waiting list from all the islanders then? Do they all want something? Well, yeah, all the girls want like a little matching tattoo of like a love heart number seven or something. Just to like symbolise the time we had them there together. So already I'm like, God, how many of us even went in there this year? There's like 30 of us. Something. <laughs> you're going to have to have like, like a party where you all get together, a couple of glasses of champagne and you're just yeah. doing everyone all at once. Well, that was what I was thinking. I might make that one of my episodes in the show as well and just, like, have all the girls. It would be a fun one, obviously. It's not Definitely. The, the art-wise, but it would still be fun just to have the girls in one room and then, I don't know, they'll probably just end up finding about and just being funny to watch. <laughs> so what is it? They want a love heart. You, you all want a love heart and seven. And there was a few things, like, said about, but I think that we all definitely wanted a love heart and then some people were saying it in red, some people were saying seven, some people weren't, but... I don't know. There will be something to do with a love heart and most likely a number seven in the middle, just being like super unique. Oh, <laughs> that's nice. Yeah, a little memento from our time in the villa together. 
What about Millie and Liam? What do they want? Um, oh, God, you know what? I think Liam wants like an actual proper tattoo, like a full-on... I can't remember what... I hope you're charging for this. You're not giving it to them for free. Yeah, if you get anything, never do it for free, darling. Yeah. Good, I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> um, I think Mills is like another baby one as well. She's probably part of the girl girl gang, one in one of the little mini ones. But I'm not sure. I think Liam wants like... Maybe it's a portrait. I'm not sure. Maybe that was Jake. One of them wanted a portrait. I don't know. So they don't want each other's name, then? It's not like one of the couples <laughs> that want... Uh... No, I don't think so. And also I won't do it because that's a really big jinx and I would hate to be the reason why that goes down. <laughs> I think the same. So I think it takes, uh, I don't know if it takes balls or what, but when you see couples having tattoos done with I each other's like more... names, I'm like, do you know what? If it was my child's name. Different. Different. Yeah. But I just don't know if I could ever do a partner's name. At best maybe his initial on my ring finger when we get married. But a full-on name, I just don't, I think like, yeah, I think it's, it could be a jinx. Jinx? I feel like it's a bigger commitment than actual marriage. You've actually got a name, like, stamped on your body. For the rest of you, you can take that ring off when you want. That name yeah, is and you can, you, can, you, can, you, can, you can end a marriage with a signature, but you can't, you, that tattoo is going to be a bitch to get rid of. That's going to be brave with you, honey. Yeah, forget <laughs> the ink, bring the diamonds, you're right, babes. <laughs> Um, well, yeah. I mean, thanks so much for speaking to us this evening. Really appreciate it. And, and good luck with the, I hope the, I hope the all ladies party happens. That sounds like it'll be awesome. <laughs> yeah, I think it will. It'll be fun. And stay tuned to watch it. Yeah, we'll oh, do. Definitely. <laughs> oh, thank you for joining us, babe. Stay <laughs> safe. It's lovely yeah. to meet you both. You, you too. too my love. Bye. 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 Oh, got, she's so lovely. Got some tea there, back with her ex. Can't we just? Interesting, interesting. I mean, I can imagine that you get your time in the island and then you're thinking, well, yeah, I can see I can see that happening. And I guess you spend so long just sitting around yeah. when you're not kind of doing bits and bobs. But the majority, well, 24 hours a day, you're, you're in that villa. So when you say they're just soaking up the rays, you're probably, your mind's ticking over. So mm. well, I think probably a lot of people spend a lot of time reflecting. Yeah. So, um, oh, it's lovely though that she's, come back and the first person she messaged as well so he was clearly on her mind yeah yeah definitely not not like a family member or whatever <laughs> straight away to the ex yeah yeah Love yeah good luck to her <laughs> and next up we've got nick let's welcome him in hi nick. nick hi guys good how are you good thank you thanks for joining us you keeping all right yeah good thanks how's it going yeah well good thank you getting ready for the mini eight wave we've got three days of sun haven't we oh my god i know i'm so ready I am not ready at all. My flat is boiling. I am absolutely boiling. I was not prepared for this at all. No, my house, like, I, I guess whoever made ter- the Victorians, terraced houses, <laughs> it's not it's not the one when it's hot, is it? No. And I wasn't, you know, I had the heating on last week for a couple of hours. No. So this is just not prepared at all. We're not I think this there. is the two-week heat, we, heat wave we was promised in August. We're getting three days in September, but I'll take it. Happy <laughs> being have you yeah, been? I've been good. I've been really good. Yeah, I've been all right. Um, yeah, I've um, yeah, I'm great. <laughs> <laughs> just getting on with life. Just getting on with life. Yeah, like I just left the radio, obviously, which feels like like it feels ages ago, and it's not even been a month yet. Um, so yeah, it's 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 um, quite exciting just to be able to do other stuff, you know, and and to work on other things. Do you think? Being in all the lockdowns we've had, did that give you a lot of time to think about it, Nick, and decide to, to leave? Um, I think it just made me... 
I don't know. It didn't, I, I don't think it made me leave, but I think you just sort of, you just think about other things, don't you? And, and I, I think it was actually amazing for me to, to have work every day in, in the lockdown. Like, first of all, to have a job. And I felt so lucky that I had a job every day in, in lockdown, but also just to have like that sense of routine for that mental stability of like, there's structure. I know what day it is. Cause my boyfriend is a dancer and he didn't, he didn't work for, you know, over a year. Yeah, and I rough. think he was always saying, you know, without me, you'd never know what day it was. So it was, just, <laughs> it was so good for us. To, you know what I mean, you what's the difference between like a Tuesday and a Friday. So, um, yeah, it was, it definitely was really, I was so happy to be at Radio One all through the lockdown, especially. And I think that we got a lot closer to our listeners. And I think that we opened up to them and they opened up to us. Um, and I think it was probably like, I don't know, like a, a reassuring thing. I know it was for me just as a listener, you know, radio felt reassuring, but it was also something like I've done for 14 years, which yeah, is so time. mad, which is makes me think that's what like, old people say when they've left their job, <laughs> don't they? Like, <laughs> Policeman for 14 years. <laughs> <laughs> but you've got now you can kind of do other other bits and bobs, right? And that's kind of the key. And now you're doing this thing with Flavorless. So tell us a bit yeah. about that. Yeah, so it just means I can go and do other stuff. And and yeah, Gusto are doing this uh, event, this immersive event called Flavorlust, where you can go down to this event in London. Tickets are going live tonight. Um, and they are basically going to be bringing all those far-flung places that we can't go to on holiday, like Brazil and India and Hawaii to us. Oh. Um, do you know what I mean? I know yeah. no holidays has been, not to be like, woe is me or anything, but <laughs> there is definitely something like refreshing and invigorating of when you go and travel and you go somewhere different and you try different food and you just have a different routine. So yeah, after a year of not being able to do that, um, Gusto doing all that amazing, like exotic food that we, we, do, we don't tend to have at our, you know, in our house day to day, um, bringing all those tastes to us. So they're like either recipes you can make at home or there's the event, which is like an immersive experience with like, you know, when you go and there's like actors at places and they take you on a journey. Yeah. Too. Like that. Oh, I love it. <laughs> well into that. I'll, I'll go and have a two week holiday in duty free right now. Nick, I'll tell you. <laughs> I'll, I'll go sit at Stansted, honestly. And just just, just even for the trip to Stansted, like even yeah. journey. <laughs> nice little taxi oh. journey, gorgeous. Have you? Have you? Yeah. Uh, you you're obviously a well, a well travelled man, Nick. Have you? Have you missed going on holiday and stuff? Uh, do you know what I have? And only recently, I think like. It, last year, like, and all through the pandemic, I was like, oh, I don't really want to go on holiday, even if we could, because I'd rather, like, see my <laughs> friends and family. And I'd be like, you know what? I don't want to, no offence to my boyfriend, Mish, but we were both like, and he said it to me. We were like, we've hung out for 18 months. The one thing we don't want to do is be doing the same thing on just somewhere hard. Somewhere abroad, yeah. Um, so I think I've kind of missed seeing people. But now, now we're through it, I'm desperate to go on holiday absolutely desperate just been talking about like food all day and like, that thing of just saying or ibiza and having like a little bit of tapas a little glass of oh, wine yeah, little pill, pill, pill. oh yeah do you, do you know what i mean i missed all that little anchovy <laughs> you can't I get mean... that here nick just fyi <laughs> you know, it's not the same it's yeah no not it's not, the same. It's not if i said do you guys want to go for a little meander and maybe have a little glass of wine but i've got stuff to do <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, fair. <laughs> it always tastes better on holiday, doesn't it? Always, always. better on the road. Nick, always. I wanted to ask you, you've been keeping me entertained, like Celebrity Goggle Box. I absolutely love it. How is that to film? Because obviously you do it with your niece, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, thanks, Bobby. Yeah, I really love it. It's um, it's really, like, it's so fun to do. We film it in the house. And, yeah, it's like me and my niece, who um, we're really close. Like, we used it's to hilarious. And uh, she's so funny. And like, I grew up with her. We're only like 10 years apart. So I guess we're more like brother or sister because we grew up in the same house. And um, yeah, I love watching telly we live. So it felt like a natural fit. And we just sit here and yeah, stuff our faces and <laughs> watch the telly. It's the best. It's so The fun. best job. The best job. Yeah. So fun. <laughs> do you think, I mean, there's obviously like talk once you leave the BBC, people are like, right, that's it. They're going to go do reality. We're going to see you on I'm a Celeb or anything like that. What, what do you make of those kind of, would you do it? Um, I don't think I would. Like, I honestly can't with an like any creature. Like, I, 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 I don't know how people do it. Like, honestly, it, it, I just could not. I, I could. I can't even like touch a cat. I couldn't touch <laughs> a snake. I couldn't. Dogs, I'm fine with, but like even my sister's cats, I'm like, ah. <laughs> I like. I, so there's not a chance. I do you know. What I'd like to do it. I'd like to do it if it wasn't on the telly, and I could try it for an hour, and then be like, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't think. I, know, I don't yeah, think ITV yeah. are going to be for that, Nick. But you never know. You never know how much they want you. You never. But know. do you know what? It's like a sped up version. It's yeah. an hour long. <laughs> What about a bit of Strictly, Nick? Fancy getting your lycra on and your diamond and having a little dance on a Saturday night? Well, my boyfriend's a dancer and he just would not let me do it because he's like a perfectionist (laughs) and, you know, that's his trade. So I I think I'd let the side down. I don't think I could do it. I did read, I read, I, you said about, um, about leaving, you were saying about how you just, you'd interviewed everyone twice and like, you'd kind of got a bit like, did you, did you basically get bored of interviewing people? Cause this is like my job. This is what me and Bobby do here. I like, didn't get bored of it, but no, I didn't get bored of it at all. But I think it's just one of those things that you never, or I never thought when I started at Radio 1, like I started when I was 23 and I was like, oh God, imagine what being 30 is like. It must be so old. I won't, I won't be here then. <laughs> Um, and I think it's one of those places that I just never, you know, even when I started, I was like, it'll be amazing if I do two years or three years here. Um, so I just felt like, you know, there's always that thing thinking like, well, you'll probably leave sometime. Um, but no, the interviewing, it was, that was, um, it, there's certain people that you're interviewing on like their fourth or fifth album because you've been there for 14 years. So you're like, hi, Katy Perry. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on this time? Oh, it's you again. <laughs> Not you again. <laughs> it's quite, I mean, I could, I mean, e- even doing this, you know, we speak to a lot of the, like the Love Islands and stuff and they've got such, I know, I know what you mean. It's like, yeah, it's like you do sort of start to think, yeah, what more can I ask? <laughs> yeah. It's only, only a year between one ca- campaign and the next or whatever. Yeah. And you're like, oh, you again. <laughs> what are these about now? Was there anyone though that you didn't get to chat to that you would have liked? Um, did you ever do Madonna? No, never did Madonna. Never got to interview Madonna. I feel like she'd um, be terrifying. I know she did do a Radio One event once in Glamorous Maidstone. Oh right, and, yeah. Um, yeah, we dragged Madonna to Maidstone, and um, it was. And she loved love that. that. Come yeah. on, Meg. <laughs> she would have loved it. She would be like, "Oh my god, Maidstone! I love." It. <laughs> um, so, but I don't think she. Um, I don't think anyone interviewed her. If they, it was very early days for me. It was like 2008, I think she did it. I know that she brought her own toilet, 
which we were all obsessed with. And he's like Love Radio that. One legend. Like people still talk about Madonna's toilet. Um, but I just thought if you were, if you could take your own portaloo to a toilet, you would, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. 100%. I bet it had Joe Malone candles in it, oh, yeah. breathe. Yeah. Oh, I bet it was the best smelling portaloo you've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not, she can't, Madonna can't go to a portaloo. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah not but, look right. No, it's homophobic. She can't. How did you decide on the last song you played when you was on Radio One? Did you did you have a lot of thinking to do? Do you think, well, I wanna I wanna go out with a bag and have a song that makes something? I didn't think about it till the day before, if I'm honest. Like I didn't think about it until I wanted to do um in my head, I was like, oh, I should do Thank You Next by Ariana Grande. (laughs) But then when you actually (laughs) listen to it, it's a bit like it's a bit bit dismissive. (laughs) It's very dismissive. So I thought, oh, that would be quite funny. But then when you listen to the actual song, none of the verses make any sense because it's all like, I used to fancy Johnny and now I don't like Mark. I was like, this doesn't make any sense. And then also, yeah, it's quite dismissive. So then on the way, and then the other th- song I was thinking of was the Talking Heads song that I finished with, This Must Be The Place. And um, genuinely, I saw in a pub near my house, like a neon sign that said, this must be the place. So I took that as a sign. So I did, I, I ended with that rather than Ariana Grande. I, I heard you talking. I, I listened to the, to the final show. It was actually quite emotional. You sounded, you know, you were quite... Your yeah, was, you know what I mean. Like you, you were, you were, yeah, yeah, big decision. Yeah, it feels so what, good now. Now we're out the other side. It feels good. Yeah. What is what's next? What's next? So like, what's next? So we're doing this, um, this pop up with Gusto, this big mm-hmm. immersive experience, um, which we're dead excited about, and I'm going to be there. I think I'm dragging my mum along. Lovely. Um, I'm going to have a bit of family time because I'm from Manchester, so all my family have like been up there. I've been <coughs> down in London. So I've actually not seen them a lot. So, yeah, my mum's coming down, dragging her to the flavourless event and taking her on our holidays. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> <That's me. laughs> um, so she's coming down and then I'm doing some, like, working on some, like, TV stuff that I want to do and, and do my interior stuff on the side as well. But yeah, I just wanted to have a little break. I do feel like I've been off for ages and I've re- it's not even been a month yet. Um, so Are you yeah. bored? I'm not actually. Do you know what? Weirdly, I feel like I've been to work more than when I worked every day. <laughs> <laughs> is, is this, you're doing something with taste, aren't you? There's been some sort of... Yeah, we. I just did a MTV show with Tace and Monroe Bergdorf. Yeah, mm. that was really fun. But yeah, no. So doing like some telly stuff. I mean, I'd love a holiday once there's not red lists and amber lists and all. Go that. to Malta. I went to Malta. It was incredible. Yeah, Where everyone's How's going. The food stunning. I what ate lo- lots of pa- pa- pasties. They're called, which is like okay. little a little Cornish pasty kind of things. Oh yeah, we love pasty. <laughs> Absolutely love that. We love an international pasty. <laughs> So many people on Instagram are in Malta. It must be one of the only green places at the minute. Because I was saying, you always see like themes. Everyone, Portugal, when it was green, then it goes down. You've got to be home by four in the morning on a Tuesday. It was like, right, come back. Then everyone's off to Bifa, Amber, come home, Malta. So maybe. It's too, it's too stressful for me because I know I'd like I'd miss the notification or have my phone off and yeah. then I'd have to start a new life in Malta. <laughs> It's gorgeous. I mean, who wouldn't want that? Well, um, I'm having it, my holidays through people on social media, seeing the world and his dog in Mykonos, and I'm like, oh, do you remember the days? <laughs> oh, no. <remember> the days. <laughs> um, Nick, thanks so much for talking to us. I really appreciate guys. it. And, um, and best of luck with whatever comes next for you. Thank you so much, guys. Cheers. Bye, Nick. Bye. Stay safe.
Bye. Bye. Thanks for having me. Well, it was so nice to talk to Nick. Um, and obviously, um, he's he's began to be a busy bee now that he's uh, he's out of Radio One and he can he can live his life free of the BBC. <laughs> yeah. So I wonder whatever's going to be coming up next for him. I just keep thinking of Madonna now with her own toilet. <laughs> yeah, I'm imagining she brings all the all the all her own loo roll and all her own you know smellies, loo loo brush. <laughs> she don't look the salt to walk around Glastonbury sharing portaloos. Yeah, well, good for her and uh, and good absolutely for N- nice to speak to him at least. Um, next up, uh, we have uh, Real Housewives of Potomac star Ashley Darby. So let's get her into chat. Love it. Hello. Oh. Hello. Hi. Thank you so much for joining us. Look at that is adorable. Your little one there. What does it say? Oh. This is all muscle. Yes, <laughs> all that. muscle. <laughs> How's How are it you all going? Really good. Thank you. Thank you for joining us this evening. Yes, of course. Thank you for having me. Anytime, my love. How is life treating you? Uh, it's actually very good. Um, I'm just really getting into this groove, you know, of, of mom of two. And now just having a little bit more mobility in the pandemic, like coming, being able to move around and have more activity. So it's good. My creative juices are flowing again. It's good stuff. So was you, was you girls able to film during the pandemic? Because currently season six is airing, isn't it? Yes. So could you could you, you film throughout? Yes, we were actually able to film the entire time. There were some pretty extreme safety protocols in place. We had to get COVID tested twice a week, always wearing masks, never really allowed to have any outside gatherings. We could only hang out with each other. Um, and they were pretty stringent about that. If you didn't meet those qualifications, then you could not film the show. Well, that is quite hardcore, isn't it? Yeah. And I think you, you don't mind doing it, though, because if you know it's keeping everyone safe and you're able to s- still film and make the show, it, it's a small price to pay, isn't it, doing all the tests, as, as difficult as it is? Oh, yeah, 100%. And, you know, the scary thing is if anybody got sick, like like one of my castmates had a stomach bug, and we were all like, oh, my gosh, does she have COVID, you know? So <laughs> yeah. just being able to have that sense of, of nervousness be eased was really nice, you know, to not have to constantly worry about that. It's funny now because I think, yeah, because people are starting now to have just colds and flu and things like that. But everyone's kind of like, oh, God, someone's around me with a cough. And you're like, no, it's fine. I've got to be tested. Like, it's just a bit of a different world we're all living in now, isn't it? <laughs> That's so true to you, honey. I feel bad for anybody who has, don't you dare have allergies, okay? Yeah, no, <laughs> absolutely not. Water. Or hay fever yeah. or anything like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. It's you so better true. hold it in. Yeah, because if, if you cough or sneeze out and about, you think, I bet they think I've got COVID. And you yeah. think, yeah, you're like, I haven't, I haven't. You'd rather pee yourself than, than sneeze around here. Seriously. So, so, with, so with Potomac, obviously, um, uh, how, how there's, there's quite a few Real Housewives franchises now. What do you think is different about Potomac to the rest of the, the series? What I think is different is... Um, I, what I appreciate about Housewives in general is that it is pretty unique to the area. Yeah. It's in. Um, and I appreciate that so much because the, this country, America, as, as the world is, but America is really like its own little, like it's, it's like a different countries confined into one country yeah. because the regions can be so vastly different. The customs, the cultures, 
Um, and so with us being right outside of the nation's capital of mm. the most powerful city in the world, uh, it, it definitely creates a certain niche. And um, D.C. sort of has a there's a connotation with what D.C. is. It's all staunchy and stuck up. And, you know, like if it's not Monica Lewinsky giving a blowjob or something like that, people just think D.C. is really stuck up and conservative, but it's not. And we yeah. get to show that. So it's cool. Was you a fan of the franchise before before you started filming? And if so, what is your favorite one, obviously, apart from your own? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm actually a big Housewives fan. Um, and one that I've loved since the beginning was Atlanta. I remember when Atlanta premiered. I loved it then. Uh, I'm back, and I also like the international ones. Uh, Real Housewives of Melbourne. I know that's not quite as talked about in our part of the world, but I love Real Housewives of Melbourne, too, in Australia. They're very, they're very um, forthright with their opinions on Melbourne from what I've seen before. They don't hold back. But then no, none of no. the housewives do really, do they? I mean, you wouldn't be a housewife if, uh, if you were a, didn't t- tell people your opinion. <laughs> yes, I mean, and that can be a hard thing to do because if your opinion is very strong and it goes against the group, a lot of people shy away from that. But with these ladies, honey, you'll get chewed up and spit that. <laughs> Are you friends with any of the Atlanta ladies? Oh, yes, yes. So where I met a lot of them was at Andy's baby shower. I guess oh, yeah. that was like two and a half years ago now. Ben is, yeah. So, yeah, uh, I met uh, Nini. I, I, Nini. Nini and I had met a couple of times in D.C. because she had a shop that opened in a, a casino here in D.C. But we never really got a chance to talk. So we got to sit down and chat. Um, and I Kyle I love from Beverly Hills and I got to really kiki it up with Dorinda so it was a nice way for us to chat it up under one roof. So there's no rivalry between all the different franchises everyone kind of everyone gets as as much as people do get on do you know what I mean but there's no kind of there's no jealousy between the Mm. the states. (laughs) There has been some underhanded comments that uh, not on anyone that I know currently, but for example, Real Housewives of Miami, one of the ladies said something derogatory about um, like, why, why did, why does Potomac get to stay on? Like we were so much better, some bullshit like that. And I was like, bitch, I don't even remember your name. So quite frankly, that those sort of people, the ones who are jealous are really the ones who aren't on the show anymore. And they're yeah. just more bitter. And it shows it's a really green is not a good color on everybody. You know what I'm saying? Unless oh, you're, unless you're uh, the witch in Wicked, then, you know, that's the only, <laughs> the only time you should be. Um, how, is it, yeah. how is it being a mom of two now? Oh, it's amazing. It's so fun. Um, my kids are growing so fast. They like it's, it's just incredible. But the hardest part has been finding myself. And I feel like I haven't really known who I've been for the last two years, you know, but I don't know. It's just like maybe something in the water, something in the air, but I'm coming back. My body is back. My mind is, is getting back. I have all these business ideas. I just, I feel like I can finally do both. I can finally be a mom and Ashley Darby, Ashley Bolch Darby, you know, who I was before I got married, who I was before I had kids, all of that. So it's a nice feeling. And are you looking forward to the reunion? Cause I love sitting down watching <laughs> a reunion. <laughs> Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. We actually just got the date uh, a couple, couple days ago. So everyone I'm sure is preparing. 
I don't know if anyone will be as prepared as Monique was with her binder, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> and I, honestly, I think some people like write down some notes because Giselle's memory is so good. She can remember like every damn thing. She'll remember what you were wearing. She'll remember like the color of your earrings. Like it's insane. <laughs> so I'm like, Giselle must have a little, a little notepad in her pocket or something. Cause that girl, she be on it. But are those, are those reunion shows quite, like, I think I would, they're fun to watch, but are they sometimes quite stressful to film? <laughs> sometimes, yes, they're always stressful to film because so much has transpired and <clears throat> you have to, you have to remember. So that, that is a difficult thing to remember everything that went on, but also it's a long day. We mm. film it it's about 13 hours of filming and so much happens, so many ups and downs and and especially if you had a tough season, like if, you know, you had some infidelity, like I had to deal with, with Michael. I mean, mm -hmm. those can be really difficult to address again. So you just have to mentally prepare yourself. And my rookie thing I did first season was I got really drunk the night before the reunion. And I learned that I will never do that again. Oh my God. I smell, my breath smelled horrible. I feel <laughs> coming out of my pores. I couldn't form a proper sentence my train of thought was all fucked up it was just not a good situation so i will not be doing that again so how does it work do you get given a theme or do you ladies essentially go oh, let's wear this color because it always looks so on screen like that like there's been a a, a mood board do you know what yeah. i mean like, there's always some I kind of like a, a vibe or a theme or a your accent is amazing. I love it. Oh, thank you. I love yes. yours. <laughs> I, I, the grass is always greener on the other side, isn't it? Yes. The producers are just so, they're so on it. They are incredibly good at their jobs. They'll think of a theme that will give nod to the season. So, for example, last season we had gone to Portugal. So, they was it last season? Season before last. Yeah, it must have been, I think, yeah. Well, when we, yeah, when we wore the yellow dresses, mm -hmm, uh, yeah. that was like a nod to our trip to Portugal, which I thought was just so cool. Um, it, even being there, they put the set together, having all these little nods and, and commemorating Portugal. It was, it's just so nice. So even if, you know, you know you're going to have some bullshit go down, at least you're doing it in a pretty setting. So that's, that's what Exactly. <laughs> yeah, very true. If you've got yeah. a read of, if you've got a read a few people, at least you can look stunning doing it. Eh? <laughs> yes. <I'm>, <laughs> <right>? <laughs> are you quite look? Are you quite looking forward to this one, or do you think it could be a tough reunion? <clears throat> oh no! I mean, the the toughest one ever for me was season one because I didn't know what to expect. But at this point, you just go in knowing anything can happen. For example, when. When that stuff came out about um, Jamal and Giselle, or mm -hmm. just, you know, Jamal being unfaithful or being with that woman, whatever. I think that, you know, the fans see it as, God, that she's, Giselle's getting hit left, right, and center, da, 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 all these surprises. But in reality, when you prepare for that reunion, you are already anticipating that something like that could happen. Oh, so yeah. it's like you're going into a ring and you, you don't know what punch is going to be thrown, but you know that there is going to be at least one. And having done this six years now, we all, at least from my experience and talking to Giselle and Robin, especially, we just kind of like, you're just prepared for anything. Yeah. yeah. And you have to be really, don't you? <laughs> 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 yeah. well, well, you, um, you always handle yourself very well. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you. Not um, always easy. 
but you know. Well, I have to say you've done an excellent job with a with a baby in your arms there and managing to give us an interview, but we'll we'll let you get back to your life now because blimey, that must be a lot to deal with. Um Ashley, oh, thanks, no. thanks so much for speaking to us. Um oh by the way, my my daughter, my stepdaughter lives in London, so we'll be there in at Christmas time. Oh nice. Oh, yeah. well, you'll, you'll have a London is very, very pretty at Christmas. So yes, you'll have a no. nice time. Thank you. Great <laughs> talking to you guys. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much, much for Ashley. joining us. Stay safe. Thank you. Bye. Bye. What, what a ray of sunshine and doing that all with a baby in her arms. I'm a multitask. That I mean, is I, could, I can barely do this just as we're talking <laughs> now, Bob. Do you know what I mean? This is, this is a reach for us. me. Holding the phone, filming, interview, baby. I mean, Pulling her hair, her necklace. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, professional. Honestly, very professional. Love it. Great chat. Yeah, really good chat. Uh, if you want to catch up with the latest series of Real House, Housewives... Latest series of The Real Housewives of Potomac. You could do that on Hey You. Uh, well, that was a great show, Bob. Um, and uh, what a great bunch of guests. What were we thinking? Good. All Love good. that. Great chat. <laughs> uh, what have you got coming up this week, Bob? Anything exciting? Are you, yeah, are you filming this, this week? week I, uh, I am. So Thursday evening, which I'll probably be there as this is going out, because people mm-hmm. know we do pre-record this on a Tuesday. I will be at NTAs, which I'm ah, really of course. looking forward to. My first big big event since yeah. restrictions have lifted uh so so excited to, to be back there because it was ironically the last one i went to before rona raised her ugly head yeah. and uh, and now i'm sandwiching it in so that'll be really nice i've also got my first studio show for my new show on friday which i'm looking forward to which um the tower with the official after party so i'm excited to get into the studio and uh and get all the tea and uh, see what's happened on their little, uh, their little staycation in Sandbanks. Oh, wow, they're going to Sandbanks. I used to go to uni just by there. Sorry, that was, uh, I, was uh, I, I mean, that is, yeah, you've got to have money to be hanging around in Sandbanks. It's stunning, isn't it? When I went there <laughs> to do some of the behind, I went there and back in the day, like, they've been up there for a few days. Um, but I, I've never, ever been, but it was so beautiful. I got there kind of thought, wow, it's the closest I think I've ever been whilst being in the UK to feeling like I, I was away. You could be, if it could be like Miami or something. The houses are all so massive and it's all, you know, sandy beaches and uh, yeah. yeah, lovely, lovely it's, around those it's parts. It's got that vibe. I was in one of the restaurants and the, the all like the back windows opened up and it was kind of overlooking like a harbour. And I was like, God, this this could be Port of This was like Marb's vibe. So yeah, really, really, really lovely there. Well, that's exciting though. At least everything's kind of kicking off with that now. And uh, yeah, you've got, that's your, your new job. Yeah, excited. So, yeah, really excited. Really excited, babes. I uh, yeah, just can't wait to yeah get into the studio now because I'm a couple of weeks in advance, a couple of weeks pre-recorded mm-hmm. in terms of episodes. There's always a little bit of a, a time delay Gap, by the yeah. time they film to, to the episodes airing. But uh, yeah, so this will be my first day in the studio. So I've seen some photos of the studio and, and I'm so, it looks incredible. Oh, um, that excited so, to see yeah, it. yeah, really excited. Have awesome. you got a busy week, babe? Uh, no, not particularly. Um, I am going out with uh, some... I've got a couple of things on Saturday. I'm going out with the rowers on what would have been Pride. Um, they've, they've got a little space booked at Q-Bar, so I'm going to be down at Q-Bar oh. on Saturday afternoon. Um, and I also have a friend's birthday on Saturday, so I have to somehow sandwich the day with uh, lots of people. Oh, I'm basically nice. going to be as drunk this Saturday as I was last Saturday, but just not at the festival. Um, <laughs> that'll be the vibe. Well, it's on a re-pride, isn't it? So you exactly. Can, you've got to have it, raise your glass for, for exactly. the pride. 
yeah, that's that's basically the plan. And I'll be I surrounded mean, by hunky gay men, uh, you know, living, <laughs> living the dream. I reckon there will still be a lot of people going into town, like even mm. though the official Pride uh, march obviously isn't happening and the parade, I still reckon everyone's going to go up there. Yeah, I'm definitely getting that vibe. A lot of my friends I know are still going to go into town and um, and make the most of the day because although obviously Pride is, is a celebration, it can also be a protest. And I think, um, you know, gay men and and well the whole lgbt community not just gay men have have every right to claim their space so um so yeah let's uh, let's hope everyone goes out and enjoys themselves stay safe but um but you know uh, makes the most of the last of these nice nice days of weather if that's going to happen this weekend actually i'm not sure um but yeah we, we shall see yeah um well everyone thanks for listening um uh, great show until next week goodbye bye guys